I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The Race for the Ring, episode 130. Get your love life together. A very special Valentine's Day show with Nugget on air. Welcome to The Race for the Ring, the podcast about dating and embracing self-love and inner confidence. I'm your host, Mindy Barnett. I'm an entrepreneur, two-time author, keynote speaker, television contributor, and soon-to-be psychotherapist. Since re-entering the dating world after my divorce, I found dating life eye-opening. In an age of online swiping and in-person meetups, I found the world of love and lust has been a confusing place to be. So each week, we will chat with a different dating king or queen, socialite, or relationship expert and explore the many facets of dating today and come up with our clear plan on how to find the finest fish in the sea. Ready, set, go! Hey, everybody. Happy belated Valentine's Day. I have a very special in-person podcast that I'm going to share with you today. I have Nugget on air was my guest. He is a amazing DJ on air radio host from Q102 in Philadelphia, which is the epic king of radio here in Philly um, in terms of pop culture and pop music. And he is single and ready to mingle. So we talk a lot about his philosophy of dating, um, his all or nothing mindset, and also a little bit about his experiences dating here, not only in Philly, but other parts of the country where he lived, as well as in Dubai. Really interesting chatter and conversation. He also has a lot of really good advice and insight that he shares with us. So he has a podcast of his own. If you want to catch that, in addition to streaming him or listening to him live on Q102 called Get It Together. And it's really um, well-received and um, really, really popular. So check it out. And without further ado, we're going to get right into our love chat with Nugget. Nugget, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So let's talk a little bit about Valentine's Day. I'm glad I, we're doing this in real life. I know. Me too. I it's can so see all fun. your notes. I'm going to try not to look at them. No, I don't really look at them either. Okay, so. good. <laughs> They're just there. 
Um, so let's talk a little bit about, um, first of all, let's talk about your hair. Okay. Um, we're going to get Danielle to come in here in a few and she can take like some video. Right oh boy. There. Yeah. Cause everyone, all the ladies out there need to see your hair. Let's talk about what you did. It I'm looks take different. My, I'm going to take my ratty yeah. target hoodie off if we're going to get video. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just let it grow back out. Um, everybody hated it when it was short. And so I was just like, all right, I'm going to go back out. Yeah. But I was, it was so convenient. And I think in the summer. I'll go back to probably not as short as it was. I was just buzzing it. And I, I don't know. You did I it like yourself? It. No. I mean, I went to a barber, but it's just, uh, uh, I just, no. it, I'm telling Danielle to come in. That's okay. what I'm doing. Um, okay. So keep talking. Your it hair, was just, yeah. it was just, it was really nice to not have to worry about it every day, but uh, everybody thought it looked ugly. So I'm, I'm back, back with the normal haircut. Um, so, yeah. Okay, see. well, it looks good on um, all the ladies out there. All right, so tell us, um, <laughs> for inquiring minds, tell us your your dating status. Like, where are you today? On val- We record this on Valentine's Day. Yeah. So this is going to come out on the 16th. Um, the show comes out on Thursday. So where are you um, in Nuggetland? Um, I haven't had time to date anybody because I'm just, I, the problem is the, the hours that I work, don't make it easy for me to date anybody. And I'm a big time commitment person. Like I need to really feel like I'm, I'm you know, I'm getting older. And so if I'm going to date somebody, I want to spend a lot of time with them mm-hmm. and really know if I'm going to like them or not down the road. Because the it, you see these relationships where people hang out one day a week and I'm like, you don't even know if you annoy each other hanging out. Anybody can keep a relationship going, hanging out one day a week. It's when you see each other regularly where you're like oh i can't stand this person imagine being in a date imagine being in a date situation after one day a week. Go ahead. I'm just kidding. that's even worse so that's how I'm you really kidding. know I'm kidding. Yeah. I, I could see it for some people i could see you being like oh yeah this person sucks um but if you're seeing somebody one day a week imagine once you finally get to the point where your schedules match up and you're maybe even living together and yeah you find, you, and you have to find out after a year of seeing each other one or two days a week oh it turns out i can't stand this person yeah. That's what I worry about with the kind of like we'll just hang out on the weekends relationships. So, but isn't it hard? In, like we're both professionals. I mean, even even you've got all right. This is for everyone listening. I mean, Nugget's a big DJ. Um, I'm cutting up a right and confused for you, so I that is DJ. Yeah, okay, sure. Um, DJ host on air person at Q102, which is the king of radio in Philadelphia. For those of you listening in New York, it's, I don't know, it used to be KTU. I don't know, like. KTU is like the. Now um, it's not that anymore. Well, my, KTU is the country state. Yeah, my, I think my friend Cub, you know, he works at the KTU. Is he Cubby Lion? Yeah. Yeah, I'm already friends with him. Oh, nice. Oh, uh, yeah. So I, he used to be at KTU. Okay, not to get off topic, but you're a big ZJ guy. Yeah. Um, and your hours are weird. So define what that means for everyone listening. So I start work at 5 p.m. and I get yeah. done at midnight. Oh, so dreadful. I get I get started when everybody else is getting off work. And yeah. even with a nine to five job, I'm like, when do you want to hang out? Like, you you want to stay up until midnight when I'm off work? Probably not. Uh, and you aren't you tired at that hour? No, I'm awake. You That's are, like just, you're wired a lot of times I'll go air. out after. You do? Yeah. Um, Who's out after that hour? Like, during the week, else? nobody. <laughs> during the week, nobody. Thursdays, you can get some some like, yeah. normal people. But I'm going to try to start an industry night. Uh, so look out for that. I can't give out the oh, details yet. But oh, like a Tuesday fun. industry night, I think would be fun. And it's a bunch of people with my schedule. Uh-huh. Um, but like, I mean, I, I kind of have the weekends, but I also DJ Friday nights. Mm-hmm. And a lot of Saturday nights, I do events. So if we're talking about dating, you know, who wants to... Especially at the beginning of a relationship, who's going to give up their Friday or Saturday nights 
to hang out. And then yeah. all I really have is I don't really have a Sunday. And that's, you know, people are pretty hungover brunch on is, Sunday. Yeah, brunch is big. Brunch is big, yeah. That's a good date. Yeah, it is. In it's movies solid. or show or walk in the park. Or yeah. But the problem running. is that's my only day to do that. So it's like yeah. we hang out on Sundays and then right back to where we started where it's like, all right, now we're hanging out one day a week. Um, yeah, it's tough. I have yeah. to say, I your schedule is the opposite of what I had when I was in news. I was a morning anchor. So I was like. Same thing, like middle of the night, but I was getting up at like 2 a.m. And then I was off at 1. And I had to go to bed at like 7 to like be like with it for work. So I would do like happy hour, but I'd be falling asleep because that was like basically 11, 12 o'clock for me. And nobody understands that you need to go to sleep. No, because I was lame. Like, yeah, it was hard. And even on the weekends, I only worked during the week. But on the weekends, You're still exhausted. I was exhausted. Like 8 o'clock at night, I'd be like, I'm ready to go to bed. And 5 a.m. was like sleeping into 10 a.m. for me. So I would like pop open. I'm like, all right, I'm ready to hit the world. Yeah, Yeah, it's tough, I have to say. But, you know, um, now I have like more quote, normal hours, like, whatever that means, because I own my own business, and so I work, like, whatever around the clock, and I also am a graduate student, which is my own doing. Is that making it easier for you? It's not because I have kids. So, right. like, now I'm, like, I it, like factoring my kids. So, this is my, my only, like, free night is Thursday. It's because my schedule is, like, Monday. Monday night I have class, but I also have my kids. And Tuesday I have my kids. And Wednesday night I have class. So I have, I have class till eight, so I can technically like go out for a little bit, but I can't like go out and like drink more than a glass of wine or something because I have class and it's at eight. So I have to be back for that. And sometimes there's an exam. So forget Wednesday if there's a test, right? Yeah. And then Thursday is like my free night. And then every other weekend when I don't have my kids, well, I don't even have every weekend. It's like every other. And people will say to me, Nugget, like, oh, you can still go out with your, but I don't like that. I want to be present for them. Like they're older. They're not like babies. So it's not like I can leave them at home and go on a date, but I just feel like that's, that's not fair to them. Like they deserve to have me home and like be present and run them around yeah. like an Uber driver that I am. Well, how long before you? How long do you have to be with some somebody before you introduce them to the kids and let the, let them all hang out? That's yeah, a really good question. So everybody's different, but from my situation, um, four months because I have a deal with their father that we both like want to make sure we're in a serious relationship before the kids like basically meet yeah. somebody. But like I think that. I could probably have someone come over randomly, like to pick me up, or I just wouldn't want them like hanging out with us. Right. You know? So four months, so you I, just got to neglect your kids for four months, and then once the guy's in there, then you're good. Yeah, that's true. But I'm yeah. kidding. I would not suggest that you neglect <laughs> your kids for four months. It's a long time, but yeah. But I mean, yeah, that's tough. It's 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 hard. I may never met and not have been in a relationship. I've well, that's my biggest years. problem. Like people, people will ask me. Uh, like I'll get asked out sometimes. You do from somebody who has kids, and they're like, "Well, does it bother you that I have kids?" And I'm like, "No, it doesn't bother me that you have kids. It bothers me that we're never going to be able to hang out." Yeah. The problem isn't the kids. The problem is you have no free time. Yeah. That's what makes it hard. And so it's like when I don't know. It's like I, I guess it makes it tough for you because you got to make sacrifices somehow in some department of your life to be able to have enough time to spend with somebody yeah. to where they feel like. To where they feel like it's real. Yeah. So what do you do? What to date? I date. I mean, I date randomly. Like, I date. I'm nobody special. Like, yeah. I, like, I mean, I will go on dates. I 
I'm on apps, which I hate, but yeah. I mean, it's hard to meet people. Like I think organically it's in today's day and age, especially for me, because not only do you even complicate matters or to make even things more complicated, I should say, um, here in the Philly market, but I also have an apartment and have a whole other life in New York City. Right. So I like split my time. So here's my other obstacle. So I meet someone in Philly, but the reality is I prefer, I love Philly. So don't be present. My heart is New York. Like I love Manhattan so, so much. So when I have a free weekend, I'm usually there. I don't stay, unless I was in a relationship here or I had a reason to stay here. Someone asked me out on a weekend and I'd, I'd stay, but if it's my planning... Then Why do you go to New York so much? Well, I have a client, I have a bunch of clients up there, actually. Okay. So that was really the reason why we went up. I started going up there, and instead of getting an office, I got an apartment, um, which makes perfect sense for us because a lot of our stuff is early in the morning, usually if there's shoots. So if it's not me overseeing it, like any of my team, they'll stay at my place. It's just like, it's good cool. to have it. But... Um, I just like New York. I mean, I don't, I don't dating anybody. I mean, I'm dating the same amount of people there I would be dating here. Like basically no one. So, right, right. <laughs> I mean, no one to really speak about, but, um, but I have a lot of, I have single girlfriends there. So I have more of, not that I go out and party, do dinners and like, you know, I like to go to cycle there and I just, I like walking places and I just like the energy of being in a city and the city and the shows and all of that. So yeah. that's why I like go there. But for, for my personal time. But I mean, I live in the suburbs here. Right. That's even harder. Right. You know, yeah, so. why don't you just, any guy that you are interested in, just invite him to be on the podcast and then you just go, <laughs> and then you just go, oh, why don't we get, let's get happy hour after the podcast. You should, th- that's, that's the problem. That's actually a good idea. You need to move this thing up to, yeah. to four o'clock and then go out to happy hour after. That's a good idea. Boom, problem solved. You're welcome. You should be like a matchmaker yeah. in the dating space. It's like, yeah, that's actually a good idea. And then just do it in person like we're doing now instead of on. Do it in person. Oh, yeah, that's the first thing. I'm confronting you about this whole Zoom thing. It's over. The pandemic is over. You have to do it in person. I know, but here's why I do it. I on know the you're Zoom. busy, and other people are busy, and it's hard for everybody. And they're to get not together. all in the area. Right. Like, I get a lot of requests for people like that are in California or right. they're like where Chicago. And, Stop you picking know. those people. They're no, no more Zoom. You have to do it in real life. See how much better this is than the Zoom it one? It is so much better. The conversation is so much better. Yeah. yeah I can do something you want it's to over. You can be like part of the Embrace of the Ring team. There you go. I got yeah, I got. I'll, I'll, I'll okay. do the podcast management. All right. So you're not. Yeah. So Are you hiring me to do your PR? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to be my publicist. Yeah, Absolutely. There you go. <laughs> you got it. All right. So you are not dating. You have a crazy life. Let's talk about dating before. Did you always like not date? Like what did you do before? No, this is the hardest I've ever had um also what's because it, what's, how long is this dry spell uh since i'm i haven't da- i mean i dated somebody for a few months that i really liked and then that didn't here in philly in philly and that uh, didn't work out and that's the longest i've gone but the problem is anytime i have free time i just keep filling it up with shit me too so i that, fill it up too that's not because i don't like having free time that's not a good i need to stop doing that if i really want to get serious about it but also i'm not really that serious about it right now because not either I just am in like an investing period of my life and I want to eventually make it to where I don't have as many responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Um, but until that happens, you know, I just really need it to be somebody who's going to work around my schedule, which, which sounds, sounds shitty, but that's just what it is. And if, if there's nobody like that, then cool. That's fine, I got, right? uh, you know, I got enough stuff to 
That's how yeah. I feel too. I feel like it's all about timing. And when the time is right, like everything will fall into place. Like, you know, yeah. I'm actually cool personally waiting until my kids are a little older because I don't really want to share them. And also you've, uh, your kids, were you married? Oh yeah, I was married. So you've been married. You yeah. have kids. Yeah. It's not like you're in this big hurry to, like for me, I've never been married. Yeah, I, I get that. Kids. And so for me, yeah. there's a little bit of a like, hey, oh man, you're, you know, I don't want to be a 40 year old bachelor. No. You know. How old are you now, Nugget? Uh, 30-ish. What's 30-ish? You won't, you won't give the second no. digit? All right. Well, you look younger. Thank you. I appreciate it. But yeah. I don't want to be, because you know guys that are 40 and they're bachelors. Yeah. They're, they're, but in New York, I feel like they're all like that. Yeah, they're, but they're never going to settle down. Yeah. None of those New York guys, they never get, and when they do, they cheat. Yeah. So I don't want to get to Why that Why do you point. think that? I'm curious. Just from experience and just knowing about it. I've li- I lived in New York before and just knowing. You did? Yeah, for a little while in Chelsea. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I was there for a year. Were you in the radio there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which station were you at? We were at the station called 92.3 Now, which competed with Z100. Oh. It was only around for a little while. Okay. But I was there. And then when that station shut down, I moved, uh, I moved out okay. of there to San Antonio. Oh, cool. Okay. But yeah, I mean, all the guys that, you know, when you meet these 40-year-old bachelors, even in New York, they've got, they've, they've gone too long. They've gone too long without relationships. They don't know how to do it anymore. They're too selfish with their time. Mm-hmm. Their expectations are insane. They're never going to be married. Mm-hmm. Like successfully. In my, I mean, I know that's a big drastic statement, but these dudes no, are just not, they've, I, I they've hooked up with too many people. No, as you're saying that, I'm thinking of me. Like, I feel like I do want a partner. I do want to be in a relationship. I mean, I'm not an urgent, like, now, like, hurry up. Yeah. I do, they do want, I have those goals for myself, but then I also like my space. Yeah. And the longer you go having your space, the harder it is to give it up. It's so true. Because yeah. I'm like, I don't necessarily need someone in my sleeping next to me like right. i like my bed like i like it i like to watch show like i want to watch i like to like cuddle with my dog like i like like yeah it's hard it's, to give it up and i feel like i'm getting very set in my ways but you've had the experience of being married and living with somebody so if you needed to you know what it's like to adapt to that the yeah. problem uh, that i'm talking about with these dudes that have they never that are 40, had they, it. the ones that have never been married and never really been in long and you could find one of these guys if they've been in like one of those five, six-year relationships without... But the thing is, if some guy's in a six-year relationship and he didn't get married, what's that about? No, that's You're true. just with somebody for six years? You never thought, like, yeah. hey, maybe... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe have a wedding? Yeah. You know? So that's... Uh, and so, there's some people who do that successfully. One of my best friends, he was with his now wife for, like, ten years before they got married. And they're so happy. They're, like, the awesome. happiest couple of... So there's exceptions, obviously, but... Well, they event- he eventually pulled the quote, trigger. Yeah. I mean, it's not like he's. And she along. wasn't, it wasn't important to her. And that's yeah. the difference is if you're with somebody where it's not important to them and it's not important to you, then, then there's she's exceptions. She's going about like her life. But most of these dudes, especially the New York City guys, yeah. they've never been married. They've never been in a relationship that's that's real for them. So what's the cutoff for, when when is it okay to be single? Like what's the oldest you should be? And never like I said, if you've already been married or already been No, really like not been married. Like, if you've never been married, man, you gotta. Like, so if you're a girl and you're like, say, 32. Yeah. How, and, and you're dating and you're, you're dating guys that are never been married. Like what's the oldest you should aim for thinking that you still might have a chance that they might like actually put a, Ring on it. As a woman looking for a guy? Yeah. It depends. Like I said, if the guy's already been married, he could be older. 
Yeah. But if he's never, never been, been married, married. That's what I mean. If he's never been married and he gets to 40. So so what? Like 37, would you say, is okay? Like that's the cutoff? I'm asking here for your romantic professional advice. I probably wouldn't date a guy over 35. Like ask about him first. I mean, if he's been in one of those long relationships. Mm-hmm. Maybe the girl was a psycho. You never know anything. Yeah. Whatever happened. But if he's. If he's just got a track record of relationships, then he's probably okay. But if he's got a track record of like, oh, yeah, I've just been single. Oh, I just haven't been able to meet the right person. And he's 35 and he still hasn't, quote unquote, met the right person. It's because he's been in too many vaginas. Mm. How about girls? How about girls? Who's your cutoff for a girl? Um, Is it different for a female in your your mind? Well, yeah, but for different reasons. So, like, uh, for me, if I meet a woman and she... Just her whole life has been so focused on her career, and now she's finally to the point where she actually has free time. Yeah. Then that's something that yeah. I mean that makes a difference. Yeah. Or, you know, for me, I've just I've just moved just about every two years. Yeah. And that makes it really difficult because yeah. there's been several people that I thought I was going to marry, and several. Uh huh. And it didn't work out because most of the time because of relocation. Okay. So can you go through some of that? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to ask somebody to move their entire life from, for you oh, when you've only yeah. when you've only been together for a year or two. Yeah. Uh, well, who so was your Who was your most recent like love that you thought you would spend um, your life with, but it wasn't a fit because of the distance and the the chance of like life that you have to because of the there was somebody right? before I moved to Dubai, and then there was somebody before there was somebody before I moved to. Memphis when I was in San Antonio and there was so those I think those two were maybe people that stick out of like oh I could have spent the rest of my life with that person do you Um, miss them no I mean (laughs) yes I miss them not in like a romantic way like I miss them so you didn't make the wrong decision neither um like I miss their like I yeah I mean I miss them they were good people and I didn't mean it that way yeah I mean like do you feel like maybe you should have like would you ever reach back to them? I guess is what I want to say. Um, I think that time has passed. Okay. There's probably a time where maybe I would have, you know, mm-hmm. thought about that, but now I think it's been too long. Are they in relationships? You I know? don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you all don't talk or anything? Yeah, I don't see the point in talking to your exes like that. Really? Why? No, because it's going to prevent you from getting into something mean- meaningful with something that's actually going to work out. You're really strong. No, I it's, think I you're super. I bench a lot. I've been working. <laughs> I meant your brain. No, you're strong oh, thank too. You. No, you're really strong. Like that's hard. I can't even adhere to that. I'm a psychology like graduate student. I mean, it's, it's not hard. like I haven't ever talked to my exes, but it's no. But it's, if I'm in a relationship, especially like I don't, I don't. No, that's wrong. I agree with that. And then once you get into a relationship after you've had the ex, typically you lose touch because they're like, that's they're like, well, you're you're definitely moving on. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And the same for them. Like, if I saw that my ex was in a relationship, I'd probably, you know, and if she reached out, that's one thing, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to reach out to somebody in a relationship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, what about friendship? Do you think that that's feasible? Like I think that's, it's, it's just a waste of everybody's time to be friends with your ex. Why? Well, what is it? Re- a history? Yeah. What's it, that's just going to prevent you from fully investing into your True. new relationship. They're always going to be, to my and your new relationship is going to be like, why are you friends with your ex? It's, imagine... Are your well? Are, I'm friends with my parents, ex-husband, but right, you got kids. kids. Yeah. Are your parents together? Yeah. Okay. Um, both alive. Yes. Thank Imagine you. right now if your mom was like, "I'm just gonna go grab dinner with my ex." Yeah. You'd be like, "Hey, mom, it's super what weird." What are you doing? Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's how. That's the filter yeah. I put every one of my friendships and relationships through. Is if I, I think to myself, 
if my dad did this, would I be like, hey, man, you're being weird? Yeah. And if the answer is yes, then I, I just don't good. do that. That's yeah. a good, like, I guess, like, temperature check, Because right? if my dad was, like, just texting his ex all the time, like, oh, we're just friends, I'd be like, that's weird, dad. That's so you funny. need to chill. You know, my mom's ex totally off topic. It just made me think of it. He, um, he showed up at her <laughs> Her honeymoon. He he um he got married the same time and spent this went on the same honeymoon as my mother. That's insane. I know. And then they went to see on some purpose. Show. I don't know. That's that the the jury's out on that. Sounds like uh, it sounds like it was a little bit too like coincidental. Co- yeah, like too yeah. The chances of that are slim to none. They were in Puerto Rico, and um they went to see some show, like, you know, some famous person performing at a theater or whatever. And they, like, got, it was a dinner theater and they got seated next to them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she knew he was there because someone told her. And then, um, and then, can you imagine being on your honeymoon and sort of, like, being, like, on the lookout for your ex? Like, it was I like someone she almost got married. I think I would leave. Know? I think I would go to a different honeymoon. So awkward. My dad walked out. He was really pissed off. Yeah, I yeah. would be too. Yeah, they still tell that story till today. Um, all right, so all right, so let's talk about Dubai. Yeah. Like, tell us a little bit about that. What was that? Oh, me, not us. Um, it's just me. Uh, <laughs> Dubai was. It was cool. It was like. It was tough because I was on the radio and I was doing a podcast, and the internet is kind of censored. Like you could go to jail for something you say online. Really? Yeah. So you had to be careful about what you say. Like, what can't you say? Um. Uh, the rules scary. are kind of blurry, uh, but you can't, I mean, and, and you have to get caught and uh, there's like, obviously you can't curse, but like, you, you can't, can, cur- you could swear. I would swear sometimes. You can't swear av- here though. I would avoid it. Oh, on the radio, on the podcast. I'm oh, on the about. Po- you can even go to jail for the podcast. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why Oh, I, I missed that. I'm sorry. It was great, but it also sucked because of things like that. And on the radio, you had to censor yourself so much. You couldn't talk about relationships the same way. Like, uh, the best example is there was this viral story about this guy mm-hmm. who put out a website where he was going to pay somebody to go on a date with him to the moon. Or no, he wasn't going to pay. He was just going to have somebody, their first date was going to be on the moon. And you sort could, of remember it. You could apply for it. Yeah. So, so it was this huge story. It, I feel like I do. And okay. the story was that it was going to be a date on the moon. Uh-huh. But we couldn't say that on the air, on the radio out there. We had to say that he was looking for... A, a, a marriage, like a wife, to go to the moon. Oh, because, because casual yeah. dating is frowned upon. Yeah. So things like that just change the way that you have to think while you're on the air. Oh, wow. And the our show was like a relationship and dating show, so we had to find all these creative ways to get around talking about these things. It was very frustrating. So my work life, the city is great. Partying, it's just like a nonstop party. You meet all these cool people from all these different countries. Mm-hmm. Work life was terrible. Really? Yeah, it's very unorganized. A lot of companies are very unorganized out there. There's a lot of nepotism. There's a lot of people that are in positions that they shouldn't be in. You can lie about your resume so easily out there, and they have no way to really follow up. Or they wow, just they, don't no one does up. like background checks and see like if it was the emperor. You say you went to college and get in that kind of thing. You mean you or could say just... anything? I mean, I if I weren't in radio. I don't know how they would have checked up on any of my references. Other, like Because I'm on radio, when it's I applied, they could just go yeah. listen to me on the right. radio. Right. They could see that I was on the website and know that I was telling the truth. Right. But if you aren't on a company's website, then how would they, they could call and if you don't pick up, like, oh. you know, what's, what, what are they going to do? Because um, it's everybody's kind of transparent, right? You could also give them, I could give somebody your number. 
and be like, yeah, I work for NASA. Here's the director. Here's one of the, my, here's my direct, direct boss at, at NASA. And they could just call you and you could be like, yep, I work for NASA. He worked here. Great. And then that's. Is it because of the distance? Like no one's like local working there? Like I, I don't understand. It's Or are they just, just idiots? <laughs> I don't, that doesn't, you know what I mean? It's just a lot harder to, first off, it costs some money every time to call. Yeah. So that's not. Yeah. They they don't want to like keep hitting people up, and then I don't know. There's just, it just doesn't seem like there's a, as much of. A, and some companies I'm sure are awesome. I just don't know which companies those were. Everyone that I talked to out there just told me had kind of the same story of their company just not really. They weren't organized. There's no sense of urgency. People uh, get 45 days off oh vacation. That's standard. A lot of people got more than that. That's crazy. 45 days is like the two weeks here. Yeah. Like, so a lot of people got more than that. Yeah. And so it's hard to get anything done because somebody is always on vacation. Oh, my God. Yeah. I would never do all there. Well, it's great because you get all this time off. But yeah, but I don't operate. At work, it I'm sucks like because. I'm type A. I would shoot myself. Right. Yeah. So it's it's funny because I tell people here, yeah, I got all this, all this vacation out there. But out there, I felt like I needed it or else I was going to die. Here. You needed I, the vacation? Yeah. Like, Why? out there, you just felt like overworked no just suffocated by how things ran i guess uh, i don't know but here I, anxiety maybe. i can't put it into words but out here i don't feel like i need vacation mm-hmm. the same way I felt well, you like probably I like it. you're doing better here you like like your environment and yeah. your colleagues and the energy and it probably doesn't suck as much of your like it's not as toxic for you maybe right you know right. Hmm, but this is the Valentine's Day uh, episode, right? So I should talk about dating. Yeah, that was just going to segue. You beat me to it. Yeah. Dating right, is is tough because everybody moves. Yeah. So I dated somebody from the UK for a little while. They moved. Somebody from Australia. They moved. Somebody from France. They moved. Uh, Lebanon. I moved. Um, so people are just so transient that it's hard to have anything stable. How long do they typically stay on average, would you say? Um, some people are lifers. Some people stay for a really long time, but it's hard to know who's who. And then... So what's on the average? Like you stay, what, like a year? Two? Maybe two. Two or okay. three. Okay. The other thing is, it's hard to think about somebody out there that you meet in a permanent way, because at some point, somebody's going to have to move to the other person's country. Yeah, and no, unless that you just choose to live in the That is a big... Right. And that's a big ask, you know, to go, hey, I need you to move to America. The, the U.S. or if somebody wants me to move to the U.K. Like, that's a completely different world for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wouldn't want to live in... I mean, it's pretty cool to visit, but I wouldn't want to, like, live there. I get it. I wouldn't want to live there. Everybody that lives there wants to move to Dubai. Yeah. They all come to Dubai because the weather's miserable and yeah. all anybody does is drink. Yeah, yeah. I'm friendly with... Well, sort of friendly with Carolyn Stansbury. She's, like, one of the ladies of London. Nice. Yeah, and so, I mean, she's been on the show, and, like, we became, like... I don't know. She kind of... She knows who follows each other. She comments sometimes. And we, I would never say she's, like, my friend. Friendly, cool. right? Yeah. Friendly on social media or whatever. But she's from London. She, like, started a life there. She got married, and she lives in Dubai. I think she followed her ex See, all the people that can get out of the UK, even London, they all want to go to Dubai because the weather's better and there's just more to do and people just like You wouldn't have wanted to stay in Dubai? I mean, if you weren't, you weren't like basically, I don't want to say censored, but if you weren't in radio and you didn't have like those restrictions, would you, and you did something else, would you have like, and maybe you worked for a company that was organized and you liked it there, would you have wanted to live in Dubai like permanently? 
and raise Maybe. a family there and like have a life. They're beautiful people. Maybe. Yeah, it would just depend. I, if I was doing something for myself, if I was working for myself, I think I could, I could do it about that. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool. There's a lot of influence out, influencers out there that that's how they make all their money. It's easy to be an influencer in Dubai. There's a bunch of photo ops everywhere. Mm-hmm. a bunch of cool scenery for you to make mm-hmm. your reels in and all that stuff. So it's it's easier to be a, an influencer in Dubai. And that's what it's filled. They don't have, it's filled with influencers. That's all it is out there. I mean, you run into so many people that that is their job. Wow. And then they get, they get sponsors from all over the country or yeah. all over the world. Basically. Yep. That's so cool. All right. So did you have a girlfriend in Dubai? Um, yeah. Yeah. I, had, I mean, I had several. It just didn't last very long. Okay. Yeah. And then you decided to come back to the United States. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got this job offer. And then I got a job offer in Portland at the same time. And so, <laughs> Portland, Oregon? Yeah. And I decided to come here. This is way better. Yeah. Everybody Although Portland's I know, beautiful. From what I, I've never been. Everybody I know that lives there doesn't like it. It's cold and dark. It's, I have a friend that was an anchor in Portland. Um, she liked it. But she's Apparently like very outdoorsy. And she liked too. to like hike. And she liked the mountains. And What did you say? Apparently the people are really weird too. They're weird? Yeah. Like, how so? Um, just like, just a, it's just a lot of like baristas selling coffee to other baristas. Like it's just a lot of, yeah. it's just a lot of like, you know, there's that show Portlandia. It's just its own culture. Yeah, I used to, um, not used to, in my class, and I go to school at Pepperdine, so a lot of my my classmates are from the West Coast predominantly, whether it be LA, California, but also like Montana, I guess the time zone is in, like, that's what they attract. So one of my classmates was, as you're saying, I'm remembering a few, like, terms ago, she was from Portland, Oregon, and she was a little odd. Like, uh, really, like, um, Reminded me a lot of the people that I was in my community when I was an anchor in um, Champaign, Illinois, because mm-hmm. it was like not Chicago, so it wasn't very diverse. And it was also like a lot of Jehovah's. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. This is awesome, everybody. I'm just saying, in general, it was. Like, Jehovah's Witness, like very, like, um, very just, I can't explain it. <laughs> It was just different than what I was used to, I yeah. guess is what I want to say. So that I mean, so I felt like she was very similar in culture to that. Oh, I remember what struck me off with her though. She was now it's all coming back to me. She was in my culture class, like culturism or something of that nature, and she never met an African American. Like she didn't, they, she didn't, and she was afraid of anything diverse. Like wow. we had to go to. Um, an experience and be in a setting that we weren't used to. I went to a mosque and I like, it was during Ramadan and I like sat and I prayed and I got to know like the people and it was really cool. Yeah. And was she freaking out the whole time? She, well, I don't know. I think she went to a Latina, this Latino festival or something, but she like didn't have a nice experience. She was just like scared. She, was that, she wasn't like prejudiced. She was just super scared of everything. But, and I remember my professor was like, you're, Clients are not all going to be blonde and white. Like you need <laughs> maybe there. I don't know. Right. But yeah, it was funny. That's so um yeah, so okay. Anyway, I didn't mean to all that tangent. All right, so what are you doing for Valentine's Day? Uh this is it. You're looking at it. I'm just uh, I'm working. I'm working tonight. Yeah, me too. And then I think I'm just going to just get some sleep for once. That's good. That's it. That's all are you doing anything for nugget? Uh no. I'm gonna eat some ice cream. I bought ice cream, cookies and cream. Yum! Yeah. So that's, that's a good one. That's a my little, plan for the A little night. treat. Yeah. That's good. I think ice cream is the best thing you could do as a single person on Valentine's Day. 
Why is that? I don't know. Something about it is just comforting. Oh, yeah, and it's like the, you know every romantic comedy. Whenever the person is single, they eat ice. Oh cream. yeah, they eat it out of the like the container. Exactly. It's true when they're sad, or if you're Reese Witherspoon when she broke up with her um, fiance or whatever, not fiance boyfriend, she was eating the chocolate yeah. out of the Valentine's Day box. That's what you got to do. That's the move. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and then hit the gym, right? Perfect. Yep. Yeah, that's the move. All right. Well, thanks for being here. Anything yeah. else? I wanted to tell everybody how you got your name Nugget. Oh, I beat this guy. I beat, uh, I won a chicken nugget eating contest. And they uh, were McDonald's chicken nuggets. McDonald's right? chicken nuggets. I had like 72 of them. Oh my God. Yeah. Did you dip them in the sauce? Yeah. Which sauce? I had all of them lined up because what happens is. You have to slide down. There's science behind it. Oh, go. You tell. So you, you tell. get this thing called palate fatigue. So a lot of times. Palate fatigue? Yeah. If you eat the same thing. This is what people do who do these crazy. Have you ever heard of these crazy like potato or banana diets where all they eat is one thing? Yeah. Yeah. You'll never overeat potatoes because you're eating the same thing. You'll you'll stop eating when you're when you're not hungry. Yeah. Rather than like, because uh, a lot of times we'll be bored and eat out of boredom. Yeah. And you're, you're eating random foods. You're never going to eat right. potatoes out of boredom. So. Uh, you get this thing called palate fatigue and it actually makes you feel full before you get full. So if you do the different sauces, it helps with that because it like oh. switches up the flavor. Is that what chicken wing people do or hot dog eating yeah. people? Well, no, they can't. There's rules. So it's actually harder if they're just eating, a hot eating dog? hot dogs because it's the same thing over and over again. All right. So you so you have all the sauces lined up. Lined What's up. your go-to sauce? Like, is there one sauce that you like better than the other? Like for me, I... I don't remember the last time I had a McDonald's, let alone a chicken nugget from McDonald's, but like my go-to is always the sweet and sour. I'm boring. You like plain? I like ketchup. Ketchup? Oh, you yeah. like my kids. Yeah. They like ketchup too. Ketchup is my shit. <laughs> it's the best. I like it on a cheeseburger. All right. So that's what you did. You doused them in ketchup? That's the deal. Okay. And you eat 72? Yeah. Okay. And how many minutes? Uh, I don't know. We were really high. Did so you puke? it was like uh, maybe half an hour. Okay. No, I didn't. Puke. I was a kid. I was like nineteen, so I had this uh, indestructible stomach. I was fine. Right after I was done, I was like, "This is, this is so funny." Where was it? Uh, at my at my friend's house. Oh, so it wasn't like a full. It wasn't like game. a like a. You yeah. should enroll in one. I know. One day. <laughs> you like I don't Nath- think I could eat you that. Nathan's like they have it. I think Memorial Day or something like. Maybe that. I'll do that one. I don't know if I can eat on Coney Island. I feel like I can eat a lot, but I don't know if I can eat that much anymore without feeling sick. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I guess I'll test it's it out. Funny. And then back in the day, they used to have the wing bowl here in Philly. Right. Right. Yeah. And they would eat like chicken wings. And that's funny. All right. Well, thanks for being here and humoring us. You're really yeah, no funny. Problem. All right. Thanks, Nugget. Thank you. Okay. Thank you for listening to The Race for the Ring. Today's episode was produced and edited by Danielle Gordon. I so appreciate your ear and insight. And if you like today's episode, please write us a review. They can make or break a good podcast. Just like a dull dude can be the kiss of death. Be sure to check out my new book, You Don't Need to Be a Bitch to Be a Boss. It's available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. And say hi to me on Instagram. I'm at Minty.Barnett. See you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.